Attention all truckers, it's Troy with Talk CDL. If you're looking for a new job, try NCI at 844-311-7076. They offer great equipment, great benefits, a great working atmosphere, and more importantly, a great steady income week after week after week. This carrier is actually owned by their own shipper. Pick up the phone if you're interested and call 844 844- 311-7076 and never run out of freight again. And tell them Talk CDL sent you. Hey, truck drivers. I want to talk to you real quick about an invention that was invented by a trucker for truckers. It's a tool called Magnus Stop. Basically, if you want to slide your axles hassle-free without needing any help, it's a little four by five inch tool. It utilizes a pin and a magnet. Crazy simple. I'm surprised nobody ever invented it before. Anyways, you merely stop, get out, pull your pin, put your Magnus Stop device in the hole right beside the hole you want it to stop at. Then you either pull forward or you back up. Magnus Stop stops you exactly where you need to be stopped every single time. It's durable. It's very affordable. It's $49.95. If you mention Talk CDL online in the promo code, you get $10 off. So it's now only $39.95 for Talk CDL viewers, which is an awesome, awesome deal. Magnus Stop is the tool you need today, and you can get it at magnastop.online that's m-a-g-n-a-s-t-o-p dot online check it out and let us know here at talk cdl how that product is working out for you thank you oh and it's also free shipping and handling it doesn't get any better than that thank you very much enjoy the show breathe in troy um gonna need you to calm down okay I had to move my chair. Calm down. Okay. I need you to not panic. Okay. Stop panicking. Okay. I'll try not to. I'll try to not panic. You didn't feed into my... Your panic? No. No. It's how... You know, it's it's one of the ways that sometimes I'll... If you really want to get someone going, Mm -hmm. just ask them to stop and calm down. Yeah, I know. And you didn't feed into it. No, I know you. you knew what I, was doing. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> but it's it's so funny. Like if if and it's probably one of the best ways to get someone irritated. I don't want to say irritated, but <laughs> it is funny. Thing. It is you know it's a friend. Now you don't want to do that to a stranger. But if if you say to somebody, like, just calm down. The first thing I say is I am calm. <laughs> St- I listen. Stop panicking. Do, listen, stop panicking. You need to calm down. Man, does that fire people. <laughs> and I'm not one to instigate. <laughs> you lie. <laughs> <laughs> He's a liar. Um, do you have some stuff for us in trucking today? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, that's really what we're here for. Mm-hmm. The trucking industry. Mm-hmm. How is how is this weekend trucking? I mean, I've seen a lot of stuff going on. You tell me what's going on. Wow, that's really nice for the podcast. Yeah. I'm just waking everybody up. Why did you just smack the microphone? <laughs> I went to itch my eye. Okay. Do you have? Do, you ha- do we have trucking stuff? I have trucking stuff. Trucking stuff. What do you, What do you got? Everybody knows what a CSA is, and they know that they were contemplating that there's a, a rule going through that they want to make the CFA CSA scores public. 
but there's a part of the CSA scores that is not public. It's strictly for companies, you know, the carriers is re- regarding the, tr- the truck itself. Which part is that? It's called the basic. So what it is, is it's to what they do as far as the accidents, how it's registered. And um, the company now is going to allow FMCSA to make changes to that. See, right now, they go by the scores of, or not scores, but they go by eight different accident breakdowns. So they only allow eight different descriptions on an accident. Well, now they're going to raise that. They're putting a rule through that they want to raise it to 15 to give a, a better way for the drivers to have it to where they're not being accused of, like, they're, they're adding more fine words into it. For- can, I, can I give an example? I mean, this is just me from what I, like, for example, in times past, rear-end accident, mm-hmm. right, meant automatic guilty, blah, blah, blah. Maybe they need to start breaking it down mm-hmm. and yeah. having it more definitive because since dash cams came out, we now know that, no, not every trucker is guilty, of a rear end accident because of videos that we've seen over the years now where some idiot comes flying in and realizes he's in a tight spot and has to hit his brakes. And then that causes the trucker to hit him. Right. And that's, that is one of them. It is, let's see if I can find it real quick where it says that the driver was being hit like right here. Um, these are the ones, these are the, the eight that they usually had when a truck was struck by a driver under the influence or related when a truck was struck by a motorist driving in the wrong direction, hit it when a truck was hit in the rear, that was already one of the eight. So right now, they're going and adding when a truck is hit by a vehicle that did not stop or slow in traffic. Mm-hmm. When a truck is hit by a vehicle that failed to stop at a red light, stop sign, or yield sign. So that makes it better for the driver because they're trying. I mean, there's there's definitely more, but that's that's just some of the examples that they're gonna pull up. If you want to get a full list of it, then I would suggest go to to the website and see. They even have one in here for suicide by truck, so it's better way of protecting the driver. Like you said, probably the the dash cam is what's really making a huge impact on being able to identify these different types of accidents and given the driver. Now, what they're also going to do is anything prior to July 31st, they're going to have the review done. And if it was a non-preventable accident and it falls underneath any of these categories, they have the opportunity then to have it removed from their system. The driver does or the company does? Both. That's awesome. Now, you had said in the beginning that this is called the basic. Mm-hmm. Are they now going to make it? That's the second time you hit the mic. It's and actually, it's, what's funny close. is that's the second time you hit the mic in two years, and right. both of them were today. I know. It's just it's it's at an odd angle. Yep. <clears throat> um, but anyways, did you just say bullshit? I did not. Okay. I didn't. Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> but but anyways, um, we we uh, what what my question was is you had said in the beginning that. It was that was private to the public. The public couldn't see all that. Right. Are, are they now going to make that public also or not? I don't believe it's going to be that portion. That portion does not go public. It's the other portion that will um, that they're looking at making public again. Okay. All righty. I know that. See the. Uh, are you talking about when you say the CSA? You talking about in the the safer systems, or are you talking about? I think the that's, crash accountability. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. Very good. 
Well, at least it's so it's being applied to more breakdown. More, it actually sounds like it would be more in defense of the trucker and the right. trucking company also. Exactly. And what it does, see, the main purpose of having this, and it's called the data cues system, and it's the crash indicator basic percentile. It's the crash score that FMCSA uses and the um, DOT uses for reviews that they would use for um, compliance. Okay. So companies that have a higher score like that, they're going to be under more review and more um, intervention by the FMCSA for for um, compliance issues. Sounds like they're doing stuff. Cool. I'm gonna. <laughs> just, my mind's on other. Go ahead. Really, it's uh, it's on other things. No, it's you hear that. So no, I mean it's always on trucking. Not always on trucking, but it's on. Anyways, go on. What do you got? You got more stuff? I do. I do. I actually got a real giggly one. A, a, to me, it was really giggly. When I started reading, I went ooh type of thing. So. Oh geez, keep us in suspense. Da, 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 da. The, the giggly one. Da, 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 da. Okay, Swift was ordered to pay rival CRST more than $15 million that sounds for like driver Austin poaching. Powers. That's, remember when Austin Powers went, I'm holding the world hostage for $1 million. You got to do the pinky. Well, they can't see the pinky. I'm doing the pinky. Okay, so anyways, so Swift has to pay CRST $15 million to... Because they were taking their drivers? Poaching the drivers. Well, you know what's funny? It's it's Actually, that's been a big topic... Uh, probably like an untalked about topic in the industry when truck drivers are being hired. And uh, many of you guys should know this. If you're a student trucker, okay. Ooh, that was Troy. Yes, it was me. And, uh, hmm, of course, the the beep that came in on my phone is one of those guys that if you don't pay attention to him in 30 seconds, it'll go bing, bing, bing. Just like the kids. Kind of like our daughter. Yeah, my, my, my kids do that. Mom, mom, mom. I know. Mom. And I'll have a whole list of mom. Oh, mommy, mom, mommy, mom. That's my, that mom. was, that used to be my ringtone for um, Tyler. Tyler. He, he used to have that for me. Mom, I, but listen, so I was saying, yeah. when you go to get hired, well, actually, let's go before that. When you go to CRST, CR England, um, Swift, Swift, all these carriers... What happens is the driver, and I'm going to give some advice to these drivers. This is actually something I've been wanting to do. ADHD much? No, I'm not ADHD. I'm, I'm still on what I'm talking about. I talk about five things at the same time, but I always reel it back in. So here's the advice to these drivers. When you go to CRST, you go to Swift, you go to CR England, you go to all these trucking companies. Any student company. Any of these student companies. Okay. One of the things... That is, is a major thing is completing your contract, first mm-hmm. off. And I believe it's like one in four or one in ten. It's, it's really poor numbers. A lot of these drivers, they get with a, tr- a trucking company. They get their hard copy CDL, but they haven't, been, they haven't completed the training and they haven't completed the contract. So this is where this lawsuit falls in mm-hmm. because they're still under contract mm-hmm. when a trucking company hires them. And, and if I'm being honest with you, I still don't, I guess maybe they were recruiting batches of them. I don't know because I still don't understand why somebody has to honor somebody else's contract. I mean, and, and maybe I could, I could tell you how it happened. Well, please do in a second. 
But what happens is when you sign up for one of these trucking companies, guys, if you're just now doing it, if you're going through the process right now of doing it, if you don't complete your contract, say for CRST, we'll use them because they're the ones that are in the headlines. Right. And their contract is 10 month. It's a 10. Okay. So what they're going to do is they're going to have you sign a 10 month contract. And let's say in three months you say, oh my God. Looks like they're paying ten cents a mile somewhere else. This is bull crap. I'm going over there. Or I hate my trainer. Remember, some guy said Troy's going to use his redneck voice on us. Yeah, there it went. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> there it went. <laughs> but anyways, no. So so what happens is you you somehow some way you convince yourself that you're not going to take this and you quit. Then you go and you apply with another trucking company. What happens is now that trucking company, most of them are not going to hire you. Because they are afraid of a trucking company suing because they're supposedly under contract with that trucking company. But here's the worst part. They won't verify that you were even there. And most trucking companies, even if you have a CDL, they still need to see you were properly trained by a school. Mm -hmm. And they still need to see that you have the experience for them to hire because of their insurance company. Mm -hmm. So this is really where... When you leave your contracted company where you kind of get yourself in a pickle, okay? Because what happens is you go to apply and they say, well, CRST won't verify. No, they, they, they have to wait. DOT compliance is 30 days. 30 days. But they'll draw it out to that literally 30 day before they send it back. But if you are still under contract, then they send a notification immediately that says this person is still underneath a CRST employment contract and guys i just this is just friendly advice from uh mr trucker if you literally complete your contract you're way better off and if you leave say crst and say you go to cr england that's like going from the frying pan to the fire right they're all the same they're all all those student companies are they're really not much difference you're not going to make a million dollars it's you're i swear to you it's not going to be a big difference literally for your first year it complete your first year with somebody your contract, whatever your obligation is. And then when you go to hire on somewhere else, you'll get actually better offers. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a lot of trucking companies I've noticed over the years, say they have a a 24-month policy. You got to have 24 months to get in there, right? Mm-hmm. But let's say you come from another company and you were there 19 months, your first company. You stayed there. You, know, you got no tickets, no accidents, nothing. The safety director has, they can sign uh, it's, it's like a re, what do they call it? A recon sign or whatever. They can actually sign for you and say, we're going to be responsible for this driver because of a lot of, a lot of trucking companies are also partly self-insured. So the safety director can say, we like this guy, even though he doesn't have the 24 months, he's got 19 and it's all with the same company. We, we're going to take a chance with this guy. But the guy that says after six weeks, oh my gosh, I can get more money. That's, that's a student redneck. Right. That's that's my student redneck voice. But what happens is because you keep saying, oh, my gosh, every six to eight weeks. And, and, and when you have 19 months under your belt and you go to apply with that company that needed 24 months, they look at your work history and they go, he's got seven jobs. Absolutely not. No. And, and a lot of the drivers, you can't keep blaming, all, you know, the trainer or this person or that person. Well, accountability. That's here and there. All I'm saying is honor your ink. Your first year, that's like what I'm you said. I'm trying to say. Accountability is your own when it comes to when you're first starting out. So you can, you guys can avoid, what I'm saying is you guys can avoid all the hassle that you will go through if you leave your contracted company. And believe me, um, it's I get that 
when you first start out that you're being run through the ringer. But you guys got to stick it out, man. It's you got to go. You got to get yourself mentally ready for this. So, what is the deal with this lawsuit, Rutan? I will in just one second. I want to say on what your what Troy was saying is, if you don't end up sticking out the ten months, whatever the contract is, you can buy yourself out of it. So, if you feel like you don't want to stick it out, or if you want to be smart, pay them back. But you see, you know? here's here's let's go. We'll go a little further than that even. The main reason these guys are usually under contract to get a free CDL right. is because they can't afford to buy their own CDL. So most of them coming out of CRST, I guarantee you, most of them coming out of CRST are absolutely not going to be able to buy that contract. Because if you guys, this is my true advice. If you guys school. can afford to buy out your own contract, then do not, do not sign a contract with any large trucking company. No. I, I, I'm telling you, it's you... You have a you have way more say in your life, and that's the reason I'm saying I'm not saying big trucking companies are bad. Okay, there's a lot of good advantages to big trucking companies, lots of freight, all the blah blah blah. But I'm just saying, if you don't want to be obligated to stay somewhere, go to a roadmaster or an MTA or a uh, you know a accredited. C1. Just make sure it's accredited. Yeah, a C any any accredited trucking school. Get yourself a couple grants, pay for your own license to get into the industry and then you can call your own shots and mm -hmm. not be not be uh uh basically locked in somewhere that is really your best bet I, and and for you guys out there that think uncle bob's gonna train you in his truck while he's home in a penske truck and mm -hmm. you're gonna get your cdl when you go to get your cdl or you go to get a job more people won't even take you than they won't take guys that are under the contract because you have absolutely zero qualified training. I don't care. You could say, well, Uncle Bob's got four to five years of experience, man. You can't beat that. Guess what? Oh, my what? God. That was horrible. That man. was my... That was really bad. Uh, well, I, well, it was a good voice, I thought. But no. but I'm serious. That's the truth, though. If 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 you think Uncle Bob's going to train you, and then there's going to be a million people beating your door down, it's not going to happen. Mm -mm. The, only other, the only people that are going to hire you are the Uncle Bob's and possibly not pay you right. Right. So I'm just telling you guys, if you want to do it right, go to a school and not sign with anybody. There's so many grants out there right now that you can get, you know, pretty much whole pay it, it completely paid for. Yeah. Well, a lot of people don't want to do the research for that, but it's true. But so anyways, let's go back to the, 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 the lawsuit itself. They were yanking droves of CRST drivers that were under contract, I'm sure. Right. What happened was is CRST claims that Swift purposely recruited and hired drivers that had completed that had not completed their tra their their contract. training yeah. contract because what happened was is they they received more than 250 drivers that signed the the the, the 10 month contract but from 2016 until current 150 of those employment um, they received employment verifications from Swift for them so Swift when they send the employment verification to them right they they were that's how they were able to track it. So so it it was pretty obvious they were actually targeting. So you're saying that it there it sounds like they were actually targeting, not just saying, "Hey, you know, you're applying here, we'll take you." They were actually targeting the CRST drivers. Is that what it sounds like? It, it, they're trying to say something to that effect. So it says Alleged, that allegedly the jury found that Swift intentionally and improperly interfered with CRST drivers' contracts, awarding the it three million, five million, and a 
3 million and then 5 million in punitive damages and 7.5 million in unjust enrichment. Which that's like lunch money to Swift anyways, you know, $15 million. I'm serious. That's like a nothing. That's a drop. I just, I just got, I just got to say this though. Like they, when they we always up. tease the, you know, everybody makes the jokes of the Swift driver. Yeah. But they're all coming from CRST. So is it one or the other? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> See, maybe they need to add some CRST memes in there. <laughs> like it's a seat. They should, they should, what they should do is they should make a meme with a Swift truck and a guy inside it with a CRST shirt on, <laughs> you know, I'm just whatever. <laughs> no, but I do get that. So if you're intentionally recruiting, because I don't want trucking companies and this is the truth. I don't think let's say let's say you own a trucking company, right? And a CRST driver just comes to you off of an ad, you're not targeting them, and they and they want to come to you. Well, if you're willing to train that guy because he has a hard copy license, I don't see how you could get in trouble. He's he's got a he's got a license. If your company can legally hire him, there's nothing that that contract that CRST has a driver sign. Okay, now that's the part where maybe CRST can go after the driver. I don't know, but 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 I don't see how a trucking company could just say, or, or I don't see how CRST because one of the guys at one of the trucking companies that I know real well told me if you send a verification to CRST for a truck driver, it comes back saying cease and desist. He's under contract and and we'll sue you. For real, that's what the reference actually comes back. We'll we'll take you to court, uh, you know, over this or something like that. And I'm thinking to myself, how how could they actually come back unless you are, you know, purposely running ads and targeting their drivers? Well, what they can end up doing is seeing who hired that. Like when the driver leaves, mm-hmm. they might be able to find out by just doing a search or whatever and find out who the driver is working for. Well, not, I understand that. And if it's for that company, then they could turn around and sue that company because they already notified them that they're underneath that and that they're going to. But but I get that. What, what I'm saying, though, is this. If whether he's under contract with you or not, that has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. If the guy's not working, right, and he has a hard copy CDL and I'm legally, my insurance will take him and all. Why would I have to abide by your contract? I never signed a contract with you to say, hey, I won't hire your drivers that you're training. Right. No, I agree with that part. Like I said, I, think- I, I understand the Swift thing because they were targeting. There's a difference between, okay, the guy came and, and applied with me, and if you look at all my records, it's all equally thinned out to all trucking companies. I'm not just targeting them. But I don't see, and, and I could be wrong, if one of you guys want to write in, which we'll probably get something, you know, tell me why would I have, why would I be obligated to abide by their contract? Now the driver might. Okay. I get that because he's the one signing it and drivers. Here's the other piece of advice I have for you. A lot of trucking companies, when they go to hire you, if they can see that you were trained, this is the truth. If they can see that you were trained by the company, legally, they can hire you. And what I mean by that is if they see your employment contract, not your student contract. Your student contract just basically states that you're going in to be a student. doesn't say you completed it. But when you sign that employment contract, it'll say employment contract. The day you get done training, it's going to say employment contract that you have to sign. Now, here's what happens. If you take a copy of that and your next employer would like to see that, that's proof that you were properly trained because that company that you were contracted with would have never hired you 
as a driver unless they properly trained you. So that proves right there. But now here's what happens. And I know CRST, all these companies, CR England, Warner, I've talked to a million students. Now, either a lot of drivers are just not organized, but there's a law. A law states both parties that sign a contract have a legal right to a copy. A legal right. Now, when you're a student, you sign that employment contract. I've talked to a million drivers that were students, and I always say, did, did they give you a copy of your, of your, your contract? And they'll say, I, I might have it somewhere. And you see, they don't. Because what happens is these trucking companies are smart enough to know, once they sign it, to just slip it into a file somewhere. And then when these drivers go to quit, they go and they ask them, hey, I need a copy of my contract. We ain't giving you nothing. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I believe that the companies, some of these companies are also sneaky with the drivers. Of course they are. Because, and, and look, I'll go back to the original, my original statement is this. If you are, if you are a driver that signs your ink to a contract saying, I will do my 10 months with you in the very beginning, you're smiling, you're all happy. You're going to be a trucker, blah, blah, blah. And then you get out there and you find out you don't like the life of it, but you think you're going to go somewhere else because you think you're going to make money. You need to remember your first obligation. That's really what I believe in. Honor your ink. Honor your contract. And your whole trucking career will be much better. It all comes down to that. And you guys should know going into this because there's enough reviews on all trucking companies on the on a trucker's life. It's not like you guys are coming into this blind, Okay. You already know this is a very tough life. You're gone from home. You're gone from your life. And guess what? You should have that already mentally prepared. So do yourself a favor. Honor the ink. Ruthann, I'm going to stop there. It's, I'm babbling. Hey, hey. Hey, enough on that subject. Mm-hmm. Last but not least, for the drivers that always like to contribute, the South Carolina Special Olympics Benefit Convoy is coming up in early October. Cool. So last year they did Excellent. So I just wanted to give that information out right now. The 2019 South Carolina Truck Convoy for the Special Olympics is Saturday, October 5th. And they have a big flyer that they're putting out. But I'm going to go ahead and give you at least some of the contact information. Can trucking companies join in still or is it just already organized? No, they're still looking for information or, you know, people... And it says all proceeds benefit the 30,000 Special Olympic athletes in South Carolina. So it's all for South Carolina for their Special Olympics. I have um, a couple of numbers here. I can either give them to editing so that they can put it up on the site. But here is at least one phone number is 803-530-1791. And that's Mike. Mike with the Special Olympics of South Carolina? It's Mike still, and he's one of the contact information that you would do to get onto that. Now, it's a 45-mile convoy that they loop around, and they're going to have games, barbecue lunch, antique trucks. What town is it in? It is in West Columbia. You know what's funny? As you're talking about South Carolina and, and the trucking Special Olympics and all that stuff, I'm thinking to myself, what big trucking companies are in South Carolina? I can't even think of one. You know, I mean, where their main terminal is Columbia, South Carolina. And uh, South Carolina doesn't have, like, a lot of big cities. They have, uh, what's the uh, Charleston, you know, that's over on the on the ocean. But I, I don't know of any major trucking companies. I'm sure there's some hubs there, 
you know, and if you're a trucking company, you have a hub there, you know, and you can contribute to South Carolina, you know. It's $100 per truck to get in. That's nothing for a no. trucking company. No, and you, you look at what you do. You benefit something like that, so. And I know there's a bunch of trucking companies in North Carolina, and there's a bunch in Georgia. Mm-hmm. You guys want to help out over there in South Carolina? Help your neighbor out. That's the good thing to do. Do you have anything else to talk about right there? No. Any advice? Fulfill your contract. Yeah, I mean, that's really just pretty cool advice. Just fulfill the contract and 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 don't get don't get involved in all the trouble. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you already just seen what CRST was able to do. They were able to sue. So if you know, I would just be careful for with all you trucking companies that are actually hiring lots of CRST drivers. You know, one of the other things I'll tell you, I met a trucking company not long ago that we were talking about that, and they said, "Oh yeah, we don't have a problem hiring CRST drivers and CR England drivers." We don't, we, we, we have no problem at all. We already know, you know, whether they have their contract or not in front of them. We already know if they're driving there that they were trained. So we'll take them. So, so it's, there's another comp, there's, there's a little caution I would proceed with you guys. Well, I think with a lot of it is, is the biggest thing that they'd have to make sure of is if they, you know, as far as the training and then they, ha- they just have to do for DOT, the drug and alcohol, you know, the pre-employment that they would have had to take for that. That's about the main thing that they would need. Yeah, and I would just proceed with the advice from my lawyer at that point. I hate to, I hate, I can't stand lawyers, but I guess when Corporate you, lawyers. I guess when you need one, you're going to have to like them, right? Well, it just stinks. I mean, think about it this way. The companies are, it's, it's that cutthroat where they're trying to get people to, to work for them and the students that they could train themselves and do it their way that they have to go through and, and. I'm going to, I'm going to sue people. What does it say about CRST and their ratios if they have to go and sue other companies because their drivers are leaving? Well, that's true too. But you know, again, I would just say that's industry standards. Mm -hmm. I, I, we've often, we've known the statistics for 30 years. One out, it's like three out of four truckers get their CDL and never make it six months. Mm -hmm. That's some poor numbers Mm -hmm. and never drive again. So I don't know that I would actually blame CRST for that at this point. Um, you know, everybody loves to make fun of the big giant trucking companies, but if you look at industry standards, that's been going on a long time. I would just say, um, all little boys want to grow up to be truck drivers. Yeah. Well, all little girls want to be princesses. No, the veterinarian. No princesses. (laughs) Okay. All right. That's all I've got. Anything else? Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.